Hello and happy 12th day of Christmas. So this is actually part two of a two-part series on the 12 days of Christmas and just a special way that I celebrate them. Hi everybody, I'm Chrissy Baki, the hippie Christian who cares. And so if you want to get caught up, stop now and listen to the first part. If you don't care, because who cares? Join me as we start with day six of Christmas. So before I actually start with day six, I just want everybody who's listening to know that the 12 days of Christmas start on December 25th, Christmas Day, and they go all the way until... January 5th. And on January 6th, it is Epiphany, which is recognizing when the wise men came to visit the baby Jesus. And I just learned yesterday that from the time Jesus was born, 40 days later is when they brought him to the temple to have him circumcised and presented. And so technically you could probably celebrate celebrate Christmas for 40 days, but usually by the end of 12 days of Christmas, you're ready to move on to the wise men and getting to know who Jesus is a little bit more. And it begins an amazing story. So on the sixth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me six geese a laying, and my brain went to eggs and food and feeding people. And so the song that I attributed to it was actually dual songs because I feel like they are sort of partner songs. It is Do They Know It's Christmas by Band-Aid, and then We Are the World by USA for Africa. And my true thought process, because I love both those songs, and obviously Do They Know It's Christmas was a Christmas tune, and then the United States responded with USA for Africa and Oh my gosh, great tune. And if you have never looked up on YouTube, the elementary school Clarksville that did it in 2020, awesome. It's so good. Like I listened and watched and wept because it's just so pure and beautiful from these children. So kudos to the music teacher there. I loved that Jesus is both our God and came down in human form. Um, So he is our creator and our savior. And we are made in his image. So let's be like him. Let's take care of each other. And I think in John chapter one, verses one through, I believe it's three, 
In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. Then you jump to chapter, or not chapter, verse 14, and it says, The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Let's take care of each other now more than ever. Be kind, be compassionate, do the right thing. Think about how your actions affect others and let's give the gift of love on this sixth day of Christmas. These songs that I put to the days of Christmas are nothing more than me taking the day of Christmas and the traditional 12 days of Christmas and the gifts that the true love gave and then just tying it all together. And it was just really fun because I adore Christmas music and there's such, there's so many songs that I kept trying to figure out and try, trying to decide how I was going to use it. And it's unbelievable how many times God redirected me. <clears throat> this song, I Celebrate the Day by Reliant K is such a beautiful song and I love it so much. I knew I wanted to use it, but how do you, how do you take it and match it to seven swans of swimming at the, on the seventh day of Christmas? But I thought about swans and how there's the famous story of the ugly duckling turning into a swan. And of course, that makes me think of my sister. She was um, way, way, way overdue. And she was born in 1962 when modern medicine wasn't nearly as modern as it is now. And there's no way they would let a woman carry a baby overdue for as long as my mom carried my sister. But when she was born... Um, she looked a little rough from being in the oven for so long, <laughs> you know, bun in the oven and such. Um, but my mom always said she turned into a beautiful swan and it is so true. And that is true with all of us. We are ugly ducklings and through Christ, we become beautiful swans. We need Jesus and John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he sent his one and only son, Jesus, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. That resonated with me. And there's a part in I Celebrate the Day where the lyric says that one day I would pray for you to save my life. And there's, so, it's so true. And it talks about how, did you realize that you would one day be my savior? It's, 
I just urge you to listen to the song because it is beautiful and it's important for us to keep celebrating Christmas every day, every single day, because out of Christmas comes the Savior who would die for our sins and raise again so that we would have life eternal, so that this ugly duckling body of ours here on earth when we get to heaven becomes a beautiful new body a a new beautiful swan so that is the seventh day of christmas for me i celebrate the day reliant k so another time when i was doing some work on the 12 days of Christmas. I spoke on how there is a legend that says all of the 12 gifts have biblical reference. And it's interesting because whoever did the work to attribute them, I think was divinely led. Because Jesus is, because God, Jesus, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, triune God, they're all one, so call them by any name. But our God is the author of life. And so all of the amazing ways that things can connect aren't uncanny at all because God is so in control. It just comes natural to him, and that's what makes him almighty and all-powerful. And that might sound a little bit um, like, I don't even know the word that I'm looking for, but like I'm just believe everything, but mm, that's, that's what makes God God and us not. And so the eight maids of milking, are on January 1st, which is the eighth day of Christmas, and it will always be the eighth day of Christmas. It's just how it works out. And so those are actually attributed to the Beatitudes. It is a famous Sermon on the Mount is what this teaching of Jesus was called because he went on top of this mountain and was teaching and was teaching all the things that we should be and do, um, which is where you get the be attitudes. And so it's super famous, and I think it's probably worth even doing a little podcasting on at some point in the future. But for today, I connected it to light of the world by lauren daigle and she's just a beautiful singer and that song is gorgeous but to me the way that i connected it all and when i say the way that i connected it all i feel like god just sends his holy spirit to guide me and and to show me the connection and make the connection and Take it for what it's worth, right? Who am I to tell you anything? But I do enjoy this 
tremendously. So in the light of the world, um, Jesus comes and he is Emmanuel, God with us. And he comes to show us that he is the light of the world and he is the light for us to be able to see everything that we need to do and need to be and how to live and how to love and he shows us everything and so the maids of milking and the beatitudes you know the first of january always makes us think of resolutions and you know we're getting ready to go back to work and so think about those beatitudes and think about um there's eight of them that sort of give you direction and help and it's awesome to think about the resolutions that you will make and most of them most of the time we do stuff that is just very self-centered but think about ways to be other centered think about ways to help other people and to love other people and i know i sound a little bit like a broken record but it always comes back to love god and love others and so the cool part about the Sermon on the Mount is that Jesus says when we behave in certain ways and when we have certain, um, well, certain attitudes, probably where they got the Beatitudes, is we are blessed. We are blessed when we follow Jesus. And so enjoy the light of the world and Happy New Year for January 1st, 2022. Let's hope, hope 2022 brings some new hope and some new light. But just remember that while lots of stuff has changed, God never changes. On the ninth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me nine ladies dancing. And again, the, I always jokingly call it the Christian urban legend, is that these nine ladies are a hint of the nine fruits of the spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There's some real good resolutions, right? And even though those are all self-centered things, they are also things that they are fruits that you produced, that you will produce that others can enjoy and taken an advantage of too. And so when you think of how you behave, if you looked at it like a tree, that a fruit tree that you plant and it grows fruit, obviously if it's 
a good tree, it's going to produce lots of fruit. If it's not a good tree, it won't produce fruit. That's kind of how people are too. You can kind of tell humans by the fruit that they produce, by what, how they behave and what comes out of them and how they act and, you know, how they speak to others and respond and all of those things. And so my brain went right to one of the oddest Christmas tunes that you would think from one of the greatest rock and roll writers ever would be so much better. And somehow over the years, I've come to super love it. And it is Happy Christmas, War is Over by John Lennon and Yoko Ono. Um, and I love the message in terms of like seriously giving peace a chance. And obviously that's a whole nother song, but war is over. Like, you know, I'm sure they may have been talking about a specific war like Vietnam or something like that. However, how many wars do you have going on in your own life? You know what I mean? And if you just make that commitment to live at peace with others, war can be over. And so think about the fruits of the spirit showing love and, and joy and joy, not dependent on your circumstances, not dependent on what you have or what's going on in your life or your health or anything that is outward but joy that only comes from Christ and peace, that peace that passes all human understanding and giving patience to others and having patience for yourself and, and relying on, on God and being patient with God. Kindness and goodness and faithfulness is, is believing without anything tangible to touch or to hold or to see. And so you, you walk by faith and not by sight and gentleness and self-control. That one is probably the one I need the most work on. Although I definitely could up my game on all nine of these. So happy ninth day of Christmas and all of these songs um, are found on Spotify or YouTube uh, and I give you the artists that I chose but lots of these songs have been done by covered by many many people so I just give you the ones that are favorites of mine so we got three more days here one more thing on that ninth day of Christmas, the fruits of the spirit can be found in Galatians 5, starting with verse 22. So 10 lords a leaping on the 10th day of Christmas, my true love gave to me 10 lords of leaping, lords a leaping, not lords of leaping, lords a leaping. 
that's sort of like um, river dance and those Irish sort of things, but, or the Nutcracker. I can't even imagine 10 men leaping in my yard or driveway or sidewalk or whatever. But my brain came up with like a leap of faith. And I love, love, love the song, O Come All Ye Faithful. And so I thought that's a perfect match. And somehow God said, nope, while having faith is good, and that's clearly a fruit of the spirit. Talk about adoring Jesus and having adoration for not only this baby that was born in Bethlehem, but the man who would become our savior. And so it was interesting because in Philippians, and I am literally scrolling my Bible right now, instead of having been prepared and already turned to there on my little break, but that's okay because I found it. And it's Philippians 2, 9 through 11. Philippians is four short chapters, and it's a pretty cool book. This one starts with the heading of imitating Christ's humility, and that our attitude should be the same of that of Christ Jesus. And it talks about how Jesus is God, and he comes down in human form and not only in human form, but first as a vulnerable newborn. I mean, Jesus could have come down as a transformer superhero and just done what he needed to do with a lot of dramatics and craziness and all kinds of, you know, action movie kind of comic Marvel DC kind of stuff. But instead, he trades his godliness and his power to be a newborn. And part of it is just becoming so humble. And part of it is now he can show us from birth to death how to live here on earth. And so... At verse 9, it says, Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. I love that so much. And Jordan Smith sings a version of O Come All Ye Faithful that's called O Come, Let Us Adore Him. And it is outstanding. It really captures not only giving praise and adoration to this baby Jesus, and I love that. And I love sort of that purest of thinking of just celebrating this family and this baby that is born 
that Sunday school mentality of how exciting to worship and adore the baby Jesus. But as we grow up and as we come to know who Jesus is, you then adore this Savior, this God who loves us so much that he's willing to come down in human form and sacrifice the lowest of deaths for us. And he's treated like a criminal, not for what he did, but for what we did. And then he raises again, and it's easy to worship and praise and adore a risen Lord Jesus Christ, for me anyways. It's much harder to adore him at the foot of the cross on Good Friday. And we call it good because without that, it would be very, very bad for us. And so listen and look up, Oh, Come Let Us Adore Him by Jordan Smith and just feel that adoration and feel that that Christmas excitement on the 11th day of, sorry, the 10th day of Christmas with the 10 Lords a-leaping. I think you'll want to leap when you hear it. So these 12 days of Christmas and the Christmas carols or Christmas music, whatever you want to call them, clearly are all about music. And 11 Pipers Piping made me think of the gift of music. And as I thought about the gift of music, I didn't just think of all the great Christmas tunes, but just music that just fills your heart, music that matches events in your life and good things and sad things. And there's just that music that sometimes sets the mood or takes you to a certain feeling and it isn't always happy. And it was interesting because the song in the bleak midwinter is a pretty old Christmas hymn. And I remember the first time I sang it in church, I was like, what in the world are we singing this Debbie Downer tune? And I obviously didn't pay attention to the words. I just was like, blah, blah, blah. This is slow and seems sad. And who wants to talk about the bleak midwinter when it's Christmas? Well, about the 11th day of Christmas, you probably are sick of Christmas. But I want to say, I don't think you're sick of Christmas. I think you're just sick of celebrating the holidays in a worldly way. Sick of all the decorations and all the shopping and all the garbage and recycling that comes from after opening all the presents and all the cookies that are starting to get stale and you're probably sick of all the overconsumption. 
and yet it was delicious and fun, I might add. But it is. You're starting to get to the point where you're ready for the season to be over. Well, in the bleak midwinter, if you really listen to the words, it talks about this in in the middle of winter and whether it was truly winter or not honestly i haven't really done the research on that i understand that it probably was cold when christ was born and so it might have been sort of winter time in bethlehem but maybe not snowy i don't know all i know is that in the midst of all this Christ is born. And how do you respond to that? What do you have to give God? And it ends with, I will give my heart. And it took me back to the Beatitudes. Matthew 5, 8 says, blessed are the pure in heart. Here's the thing is that Having a heart for Jesus is hard and it's so easy to get off track. And yet, if you give your heart to Jesus, it is always full and it will always be full in terms of connecting with Christ. And it's weird because it's hard it's hard to explain because it has to be personal. It has to be sort of that present that you open up. And so I really like James Taylor's version. And I didn't really want to duplicate a artist, but James Taylor puts out a really good Christmas album. It's a, it's a, uh, CD. And even when you say CD anymore, you sound like you're ancient because everything is so digital and accessible without any kind of physical thing. But in looking up some other versions, oh my gosh, Jars of Clay um, for King and Country. Those are some Christian bands that do it. Dan Fogelberg actually does a version of In the Bleak Midwinter. So does Annie Lennox, and I love her, and I almost suggested hers so that I didn't duplicate, duplicate. but James's version is super soft, super gentle, and somehow it was his version that made me love this hymn, and now I wished we sang it in church. So before we get to the grand finale of today, the 12th day of Christmas, I'm going to have you listen to my Anchor commercial. And you know Anchor's associated with Spotify, so all these songs are also on Spotify. That is a free plug. On the 12th day of Christmas, which is January 5th, that is today, my true love gave to me 12 drummers drumming. Can you imagine 12 drummers showing up on your porch and playing for you? 
pretty sure the neighbors would be irritated. And while it would seem perfect to do the Little Drummer Boy, we've already done that because we did Peace on Earth, The Little Drummer Boy with David Bowie and Bing Crosby. Um, and P.S. I think The Little Drummer Boy is the corniest, well, maybe not the corniest, but one of the corniest Christmas songs out there. It's got good meaning though, so I'll give it that. But I just feel on this 12th day of Christmas, what do you do with all of the good news that we have got? The good news of great joy that is for all people. What do we do with that? Well, I'll tell you what we do with it. We do with it what Jesus tells us to do. And he tells us in Matthew chapter 28. Yep, it's way after he is born because obviously he wasn't born a talking newborn. <laughs> That's kind of funny, right? Because he could have. He's Jesus Christ. He's God. He's almighty. He could have come as a talking newborn. But people would have found that to be weird and Jesus just let him, Jesus chose to do everything that was human, and yet he was still divine. And so he grows up and he starts teaching and um, he picks these 12 very ordinary, um, less than perfect humans to be his disciples. And he teaches them to be able to continue his ministry after he has died, gone to hell, rose again, stayed on earth for approximately 40 days. I think it probably is 40 days, so I shouldn't say approximately. And was seen by many, many people like hundreds of eyewitnesses who saw dead Jesus and now risen Lord Jesus. And when he ascends, he says to the disciples, therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Jesus born for us, died for us, rose again for us, and stays with us through his Holy Spirit until he comes again to get us. So he's with us all the way to the very end of our age and the age of this earth. And so go and make disciples. What better song than go tell it on the mountain. And I came across a version by Zach Williams. And he's, if you look it up on YouTube, it he's outside and it looks like he's in front of like a Coliseum or a state capitol or I don't know, maybe somewhere in Washington, D.C. or something like that. But it is a great version. I love how 
super excited and sort of rock and roll it sounds maybe with a little hint of country in there but it sounds awesome and there's a lot of versions of that including james taylor so now i just sound like i'm you know a pr person for james taylor but go tell it on the mountain and that's why i do the 12 days of christmas my mom gave me a how the grinch stole christmas book one year and she wrote in it for to chrissy who keeps christmas in her heart all year long i'm not joking you when i read that i thought my mom really thought that i had something super special and held christmas in my heart all year long and like maybe nobody else did that was and I know and my sister for sure listens and sometimes my other family members listen too. And so right now they are like, oh my gosh, Chrissy, you are the little sister. You are so gullible and you believe anything good anybody tells you. And that's sort of somewhat true. But this was my mom and I think she really got it. She knew that I loved Jesus and I loved Christmas. And so Keep Christmas in your heart all year long, but don't keep it for yourself. Go tell it on the mountain. I hope you've enjoyed the two sort of silly episodes on the 12 days of Christmas and my Christmas songs and how they connect to our God and our King and our Savior, Jesus keep coming back. I appreciate every listener out there and share it with any of your friends. Thank you to all of you who keep coming back. My all-time favorite listener, you know who you are. Keep celebrating Christmas. Celebrate today like it's Christmas Day. It is the 12th day of Christmas, but celebrate it like it is the first day of Christmas. You know, like when Scrooge opens the window and hollers out to the kid, what day is it? Today, it's Christmas Day. And he's so excited that he hasn't missed it. Celebrate like that. Jesus Christ is a gift. It's a gift for everyone. It's a gift for all good news of great joy for all people and we all have access we all have access to him as our god as our king as our friend as our savior and all we have to do is unwrap that love and that grace that comes from him it is such a beautiful present and i hope you carry christmas in your heart all year long Bye. Merry Christmas.